Welcome to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree Thompson, and I am a master mindset and high vibe success coach. I am obsessed with helping you up level your life, business, finances, and bust through the crap holding you back. I am here to teach you the tools, strategies, and resources you need to create your dream reality. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of no fluff self-development that you need to help you become the best high vibe version of yourself. If you're ready to be a high vibe as fuck, you came to the right place and I know we're about to have so much fun together. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the High Vibe as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Bree. In today's episode, I'm just going to quickly chat with you about how I was able to flip a house in six weeks. I'm going to give you a little bite-sized taste of what went down, the challenges, the ups, the downs, the fun, the craziness that I experienced. Just in case if you're wonder, or wanting to flip your own house. Um, and then I am going to attach the audio to my newly uploaded po- um, YouTube video, How I Flipped a House in Six Weeks on a Low Budget Teacher Salary, and How You Can Too. So let's dive in. Long story short, I have another podcast episode all about how we decided to even invest in a property. And it was Easter 2019. Um, My brother's like, hey, you want to invest in a house? Want to buy a house? I'm like, okay, like I have money saved. Um, I know that money that just sits loses um, due to like inflation and it's not doing anything. I'd rather have it work for me. So we decided to go in on this house and it was interesting because while we were shopping for houses, it was me and my brother. He's younger than me. He's 25, I think. I'm 28, so we're about three years apart. He, um, you know, we're moving through looking for houses. And we look at this one house. It's a two-story. And it's just not it. I didn't like the walls. Like, I didn't like the vibe in the house. I didn't like how thin it felt. Like, the walls felt so thin. Um, It didn't feel sturdy or strong to me is the best way I can explain it. Um, And it was pretty tiny. Um, It just wasn't it. But my brother loved it. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. Do you know why my brother loved this house? Because it was close to Walmart. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, we view this house. We look at it. We're like, my brother's like, yeah, this is great. And then even I was like, yeah, this is great. But I knew I didn't love it. But we were about to put an offer in on it. And then we're like, cool, we can get it for $300,000. Like that was what we wanted. Maybe we could have got a little less actually, like maybe 280, maybe 290. Um, And when it came down to it, my inner being, my instinct, my, like, yeah, my soul, my intuition was just like, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. Like I was feeling like so unmotivated, so unlit up. Like even back then I knew if I wasn't lit up, it just wasn't the right move. And me and my brother talked about it. We actually got into an argument. Um, and if you're listening to this, Logan, LOL, but 
I remember he's just like, I I wanted to live in a neighborhood about two miles out, like two miles away from Walmart. I don't know what the fascination with living next to Walmart is. It's just so funny. It's so funny because um, I don't think it would have been a good idea to live next to Walmart just based upon like the city that we grew up in and, you know, there was like a lot of homeless by Walmart. Like, I don't know why... The living by Walmart was, like, my brother's idea of a great um, investment location. Don't freaking know. Oh, he's like, oh, and then I remember we're driving and we got in an argument. And I'm like, you're not, I feel like you're not listening to me. And I started crying. And then he's, then my brother started listening to me. But I was like, this is not a home for me and you. Like, this is an investment home. This is, we have to separate ourselves out of this. Like, we have to make the choice based upon what is best for the investment. Like, it's not for us. It's not for you. It's not for me. It's an investment. And, like, my brother, when we bought this house, he must have been... He must have been 23, 22, so that is very... Like, kudos to my brother for being that young and investing into a property. Um, But his mind just wasn't, like, the same place I was. But anyways, so um, we decided not to go in on this house. And then we went to this neighborhood that my brother was just not wanting. He was just not down to invest in this neighborhood. I don't know why it was suburban. It was in our price range. It was, um, like a track home. And that's what I envisioned investing in. Cause I know that sells like, I know track homes sell, um, especially in nice neighborhoods up to date. A family would love to live in that neighborhood. And right when we walked into this house, I'm like, yep, this is it. This is the house. This is it. However, when we freaking, this is just so awkward. So when we went to view this house, it was three bedroom, two bathroom at the time. We turned into a four bedroom, but, um, we went to go view it with our realtor and there was a family just chilling in it. Again, I said in my video, like, um, the family were renters and the property was rented out by a, or managed by a more management company. But the family that was living in it was like, I don't know, six, seven, eight people living in the house. And it was just not taken care of. It was renters. I don't know. Like it gave like, it just was not, (laughs) it was a little gross. Like right when you walked in, you could smell inside. It was gross. Um, like the owner, I remember like one, not the owner, but one of the renters that lived in the master, like they had just a straight up blunt, a blunt, just chilling in the bedroom, like smoking a blunt. And I'm like, okay, this is wild. And they basically, the impression was that the mortgage company was selling and they're just like, we're selling the house. Like you have to leave. And the renters were not happy because they were there for 10 years. So it was pretty awkward when we were moving through this, but I will say like everything was cleanly left We were very surprised that everything left the house. We did not think everything was going to leave the house, but everything left the house. Um, Anyway, so through our showing, there's just people all over the place. Like, I'm like, okay, if if you're going to go through a showing, I would leave. I wouldn't want to just be hanging out in the house. I would go leave and go do something. But no, all of them were chilling in there. All of them. And... 
we got to one of the bedrooms and the mom's like banging on the door and the daughter's just sleeping in the bed. And we go in and we're like, okay, this is just so awkward. Like the daughter who's a teenager-ish, like maybe a preteen, is just sleeping in the bed. So very awkward, like... (laughs) And then even, like, we would walk through the living room and there's just people sitting on the couch, like, watching TV. It was so awkward. And um, during our, like, final walkthrough, like, we're, we went in on the house. We put an offer in. We're doing our second walkthrough. It was actually – it worked out because I figured nobody else – nobody else put an offer on the house. We're the only ones. Like, it was up. We offered. It moved along. Um, and I feel like – because the house was just so awkward, like weird, full of stuff, full of people, even in the um, pictures online, that no one else really wanted it. And it worked out for us because I could see, I could move past all the, like, I could move past all the stuff, I could move past all the people, and I could totally see the potential. Um, and so, anyways... Oh my god. I remember we walked out in the gr- in the backyard just to look at it and it's a big backyard for a track home on a cul-de-sac. I mean it wraps around it's on a cul-de-sac and um there's just beer cans and like all these random cans just on the floor. It was very odd. I mean just people not taking care of a house the same way I would, but um yeah, it was wild and awkward and when we try to do our final showing um, or our final walkthrough, it was the same thing again. Like, my mom was there, my aunt, me, my brother, and my cousin was our realtor. And we did the walkthrough again, and it was just full of people again. And I'm like, this is just so awkward. Like, they're not happy we're here. Um, it The best way I can explain it is awkward as hell. And... Um, I remember my mom was just giving some attitude. It was so awkward. My mom's like, oh, is everything going to get cleaned up out of here? Because it was a lot of stuff everywhere. I mean, they lived there for 10 years, and they did. Everything did get cleaned out, and we haven't had a problem. Um, the only weird thing we've had was some one time, um, this was during COVID when it was like a lockdown too. Um, someone randomly like came to the house and asked for someone random and it was like, they do not live here anymore. That was the only weird thing. But, um, yeah. So when we decided to flip, it was crunch time. So what happened was, um, we put in for a 30 day escrow, but then some, something happened and the people were like, no, we're not moving until 60 days. So the, the renters were like, nope, sorry, like we're not moving until 60 days. That's what we're choosing to do. Too bad for you. So it kind of screwed up our plans because we really wanted to get this. We had to flip. Like we are not moving into this house with it smelling so disgusting and with it being so dirty, like, oh my gosh, we removed the oven and it was just grease to the top of the oven, to the bottom of the oven on the sides. It was just nuts. And, um, when we went to start flipping, so this is actually pretty crazy. At the time I was house watching for a family friend, like in the mountains and my cousin's like, my cousin was the realtor and she's like, Hey, like this is crazy, but in order for it, for you to get the keys this weekend, you need to go drive down to like LA and file these papers 
by five o'clock in time to close in time. And it was just so, such heavy crunch time that I'm like, okay. I got up and left. It was like maybe 12 o'clock to go down to LA, two hours. But of course it's traffic, like deep LA. Um, I wish I could remember the city name. I can't even think. I don't know if it was, it wasn't Van Nuys. It was deeper than that, like further in. And I remember just driving down. How fun. This is actually a great story. I was driving down like crunch time in traffic, like trying to get there by five o'clock. I got there by 4.50. I'm like rushing. I'm like, where the fuck is this fucking building? Like, where the fuck is it? And I'm like trying, (laughs) I'm like at this giant ass, like, um, it's like a city building. So it's all, you know, it's confusing. It's huge. It's, there's a lot going on. And I'm like, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck is it? And um, I get a little lost and I'm like, oh my God, I literally have five minutes to spare. And then I finally found it, filed all the paperwork. Um, we were good to go on getting the keys on Saturday. So that happened on Friday or Thursday. Oh, we, we were going to get the keys on Monday. I think it was something like that. And since I turned in the paperwork with the clerk's office or whatever the hell it's called, um, we were able to actually, so we had that weekend that people were out, the house was just sitting there. We needed to get in and clean it. There wasn't electricity running in it yet or water, but, or there was water. Cause you know, it takes time to transfer it over to someone's new name. But, um, that night, that Friday night, we got back and we said, all right, we're going to like break, we're not going to break in, but we did. We didn't break a window. We left a window unopened or we left a window open so we could open the window and crawl through so we can start cleaning it ASAP. So me, my brother and my husband, now my fiance at the time. Yeah, we were fiancés at that time. Yes, we were. Um, we climbed in the window and we started scrubbing the walls with towels. Um, everything. We scrubbed everything as much as we could until the sun went down. It was pitch dark. So that was the first thing we did. We just scrubbed the shit out of everything. We used like TSP cleaner to get the smell out. Um, it just was smelly and greasy and it just was gross. Um, I wouldn't like feel comfortable sleeping in there yet. And at this time, by the way, I was finishing my master's thesis. Like I had three 10 page papers to write And I was going into my new fifth grade classroom at a brand new district. And yeah, it was a wild time. But we cleaned everything and we worked like 12 hour days for six weeks straight. For six weeks, we worked 12 hour days of just grinding, painting, cleaning, um, scraping up the floor, crushing tile. I wish I had a picture of that. We had to crush all the tile to remove it. That's when I had my first breakdown. So let's talk about my first breakdown. And it's so funny because everyone had a breakdown. My brother had a breakdown. (laughs) I was first. I had the first breakdown. And then I think it was my brother and then it was my fiance, Jake. Um, So my breakdown was, again, I was working in my classroom all day before the first day of school, like fixing up my classroom. And you know, it's like really annoying when you go to a new classroom and the old teacher doesn't clean anything out and it's just old shit. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like you think it's helpful, but it's just such old shit that it's like not helpful. And I had to clean all that out. Um, 
I was doing my master's work. I was so freaking tired and we were painting in the hallway uh, on a ladder and we had, I had paint in a paint dish and it just fell all over me, fell all over the floor. Like literally paint just fell all over me. I was so pissed. I was like, I'm going home. Like I'm fucking done. Like I, I hit such a breaking point (laughs) of working so much like hard ass labor. Oh my God. It was wild. Um, and then my brother had a breaking point kind of similarly to that time. And then my husband had one like right when we were finishing up basically. But yeah, it's funny. If you decide to do a flip, just prepare to have some breakdowns. It's life. It's like, I guess planning a wedding, but I don't know. Planning a wedding was not fun, but, um, yeah, just be prepared to have the breakdowns and don't take it personal. Like that's the number one thing. When you decide to invest with whoever, even if it's your husband, wife or your significant other, whatever, um, just know like it's part of life to have breakdowns and freak the fuck out. Cause I freaked the fuck out. (laughs) It was a wild time, but we got it done. We (laughs) cleaned everything, new floors, new paint everywhere, new appliances. Um, later on we got new counters, but it was just at one point, it was a Monday. I was working in my classroom for the week. It was before the first day of school. First day of school is like three days away. I went to go to Subway on my lunch because my, the house was literally like 10 minutes away from the school, which was so nice. I went to go get my lunch and I decided to go to the house and eat it at the house. And we just closed on it. We were cleaning it for a couple weeks, maybe just a week. And I go to eat my sandwich and I just sit there and I'm like, what the fuck did I do? What the fuck did we do? What the fuck am I doing? Is this like I had all these doubts rush over me? Like, did we make the right move? Is this really a good idea? Like, we have literal tile broken up everywhere. Um, carpet ripped up. It was, it smelled so fucking bad. And I couldn't even eat because it smelled so disgusting. And I'm like, did we? make the right choice. Like, was this a good idea? Was this a good idea? And spoiler alert. Yes, it was a good idea. I'm so grateful we did it. (laughs) So wild. And then I lived with like four men and I was the only girl. And again, me and my brother arguing about it. I'm like, I said to my brother, I'm like, why can't we get a girl roommate? And he's just like, no, like, it's because blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is just so not fun. And then living with a roommate that literally parties at night was so weird because it was like the college experience I never freaking wanted. Like, it was weird. It was it pissed me off so bad. Um, And my husband would work weekends. So on my weekends, I would have to like. I would stay up listening and feeling this bass of music just rumble through my body while I was trying to sleep. Like rap music with heavy bass, so fucking annoying. Like, come, oh my God, dude. I don't even know. It was wild. And then at one time I'm trying to sleep. And you know what? This is something that I learned through this experience. I, me, me 
was the only one that freaking had any kind of like, I want to say backbone to actually say something and say, okay, the music needs to stop. Okay, the random ass people coming in and sleeping on the floor need to stop. Um, I don't want to wake up on my weekend and see random people sleeping on the floor in the kitchen, in the living room. It's just weird. It's weird. And I don't want to live in that. So I'm not doing it. So I had to be the bad guy because I would be the only person that would say anything. By the way, not even my husband would say anything. It was always me. But it made me stronger and I had to, you know, break it out or break it to this person like no more. I'm so tired of hearing your bass. Like, just wear headphones. Like, why do you have to blast music while you just hang out? And they worked nights, so their op- their schedule was opposite. So they would go to bed at 4 a.m. Just blasting music. Very, I don't, I mean, that's not how I choose to live my life. It was terrible. Oh, my God. And then... And then this is like a fun little podcast episode. And then we were, we had a housewarming party. Okay. This part, we had a lot of parties in this house and it was fun. Um, but I was really tired of it. This is why like in college, I only went out to college one year and I was tired of it. I was like, okay, I'm done. Like that's, I'm good. (laughs) I don't need to party all the time. That's not like my personality. I like hanging out with people, but I don't like partying, heavy drinking, all the like bullshit that comes with that too. It's just not that fun to me every weekend and at my house. (laughs) So for this housewarming party, it was like end of August. So pretty much everything was done at that point. And we had a party and then that one of my roommates that plays the loud ass freaking music freaking like blasted the address on Twitter and then random ass fucking people show up. And then there's a fight and like a actual fight going down. Um, and it was so violent, like the fighting, the yelling, the screaming, the pushing, the shoving, the words. It was so violent that it wasn't even fun. Like that's not a fun party. And they're like, it was wild. And the cops came and it literally like rattled me. Um, I remember feeling like, oh, this is what it feels like to have like your nervous system all truly fucked up and like suffer some kind of like PTSD to where I hear this bass music. And then all I think about are these crazy ass random people at my house, like fighting people trying to fight my cousin. It was just dumb. It was so stupid. Ugh. And that was the first taste in my mouth. And then all the music and the random ass people. And it just was so a lot. It was a lot. I will say I'm super, super grateful that I was able to spend COVID in this house. We had it, you know, a couple months and then COVID broke. We bought it July, COVID broke in March. And I'm grateful that I was there during COVID. It was like me, my husband, my roommates, like we bonded, we grew, um, I swear, having roommates is just so, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I'm speechless on it. Um, I'm grateful that I experienced everything, but it was wild town USA. So if you are thinking about flipping a house, you can 100% do it. Um, if you're thinking about 
investing into real estate property, you 100% can do it. I always say this. This is the number one thing I need you to know and I need you to understand. You can be, do, have anything that is your heart desire. You can be, do, have anything your heart desires. You are an infinite being. You can create a world that is wilder than your wildest dreams. Like something huge just happened to me yesterday. I'm going to make a whole podcast episode about it, but a literal, the perfect, and I'm going to use the word manifestation coming up next. We're doing a whole series on manifestation, but I literally manifested my perfect teaching position. I literally manifested my literal perfect teaching profession or job, location, school, grade, all of it. I can't freaking wait to share that with you. So again, I am here to tell you whatever is a true heart desire of yours is a possibility. Even if it seems crazy wild and doesn't feel like it'll make sense, it can. Also, and especially if you have unwavering trust and faith, the huge thing is trust and faith. Um, Also, I do want to say, if you feel like you have a desire to invest into real estate, I will tell you when, even now I'm investing into another real estate company. I contacted the lender today, going to do all the paperwork, all that fun stuff. When we were doing this the first time, it was like, it's so new that you think you're doing something wrong, but you're not. Like when I said I took my sandwich at Subway and I went to go eat it in the house and I looked around and I smelt the smells and I looked at everything. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? No, it is okay. Like I was telling my, um, the real estate agent we're working with this time. Um, he's like, you know, you can make a living off of renting because we're turning this house in Vegas. We're going to live in it for a couple years, my husband and I, and then we're going to move somewhere else and we're going to turn it into an Airbnb in Vegas. And it sounds fucking dope and perfect. And it sounds great. And it's going to be our house and we can stay in it in Vegas as well. Because Vegas is always going to have a very special place in my heart, obviously. And um, it's like so many people could look at investing and looking toward looking at putting all this money into something and doing all of these things and say, oh, it's too scary. I'm too uncomfortable. I'm not going to do it. But if something's uncomfortable, that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's bad. It means you're expanding and you're trying new and it's not bad. It is good. You are supposed to live on the edges of your reality of what you think you can do. That is the whole point of living here. Um, all right, let's jump into the audio. I hope you enjoyed this section of the podcast. Pretty wild, (laughs) wild, wild. Um, I love you. Thank you so much for listening and let's jump in. I flipped my first real estate property in six weeks on a low budget teacher salary. I took a $30,000 investment and flipped it into a $178,000 investment in two years at the time of this recording. In today's video, I'm going to be sharing with you how I flipped my first real estate property in six weeks on a low income teacher salary and how you can do the same to build wealth for you and your family. Even if you are a teacher, make sure to stay to the end of this video because I'm going to be sharing with you before and after pictures of the property and my number one piece of advice for you if you're interested in flipping a real estate property on a low income teacher salary. 
Hey, hey, my name is Bree. I'm an elementary school teacher and a high vibe coach. I empower teachers to evolve into their best high vibe versions of themselves by busting through the crap holding them back and creating financial freedom for themselves and their families. To get started working with me, make sure to download my Millionaire Teacher Plan where I share my simple budget system that allowed me to invest into real estate, cryptocurrency, and create 12 streams of income on a low budget teacher salary. The link for that will be available down below. So I was able to flip a house in six weeks. It was crunch time by the time we closed on the house to the time that we were able to move in. So the reason why we needed to flip this house so quickly was because typically when you first buy a home or an investment property, you do not have to pay on that first month's mortgage. Because the bank is still transferring your information, that first month is essentially like free. We decided to capitalize on this opportunity and get the house flipped in six weeks. So our first month was not due until August 1st. We closed on the house mid-July, so that meant six weeks to get this house flipped. So by the time our mortgage was due, we would already have renters living in the property to cover the mortgage. That was the whole point of this investment property. That was our game plan going into it. We did a majority of the work ourselves and we grinded through those six weeks, day and night, 12 hour days to get this flip done, but it is 100% possible. So we wanted to keep the cost as low as possible. So we decided to do a majority of this flip ourselves and grinded through the six weeks, literally day and night, 12 hour days, just grinding on this house. I go into a lot greater detail about this entire house flipping experience on my podcast where I share all the ups, the downs, the crazy experiences, the wild stories that we experienced during this flip. So if you're feeling inspired, I highly, highly, highly recommend you check out that podcast episode. It will be linked down below for you. So when we closed on this house, it was supposed to be a 30 day escrow, which in turn would give us a longer time to flip. However, happens and our 30 day escrow went to a 60 day escrow, which totally threw a wrench in our plans. However, we were compensated for it with a couple thousand dollars, which we used towards the flip of the house and it honestly worked out pretty well. So huge, huge bonus tip right here. How we were able to keep the cost so low on this flip was because we leveraged my husband's amazing credit card score. We we purchased all of the house flipping supplies through a Lowe's credit card. My husband has one of the best credit scores I've ever seen in my life. So we leveraged his credit score to open this Lowe's credit card that had zero financing for a year. Also, my husband is a veteran and he got an additional 10% off all these purchases as well, which really helped. So we already had the play written out and we knew we would easily be able to earn that income back to pay off that credit card before the year was over with and that's exactly what happened. We used the money from our tenants to cover the cost of the flip off the credit card. We were able to pay the credit card in full after that year and there was no interest accumulated and we didn't have to use any of our own money. So give this video a thumbs up if you are ready to learn how to flip a house in six weeks and if you are ready to build wealth for you and your family. The first step I took and you can too when flipping a house on a low income teacher salary is to invest into the perfect property and run the play. Going in with a game plan is a must. When you are in the process of looking for your perfect investment, 
investment property, brainstorm. Brainstorm what kind of property you want to invest in. With my first investment property, I knew the exact type of home I wanted to invest in. We also knew that we were going to house hack this property, which meant we were looking for a very specific house model, a very specific number of rooms and bathrooms. House hacking just means you live in the house while you live with other tenants and the tenants pay for your mortgage so you don't have to. Huge high vibe tip here, ding ding ding. When you're brainstorming your perfect property that you want to invest in, tap into who your dream buyer slash renter is. So that means take out a piece of paper and start to journal. What does your dream buyer slash dream renter do for a living? What does their lifestyle look like? What are they doing on the weekends? What are they doing when they're off work? How often do they work? What do they do for work? Also creating a vision board is so helpful. Create a vision board on the style of home and the vibe that you're looking to invest in. Visualize and play around with the style of house. How do you wanna flip it? What colors do you wanna use? What kind of style do you wanna flip it into? This is personally my favorite part and you will see in the after video the kind of theme I was going for. I absolutely love how the house turned out so be sure to stay to the end. It is an amazing transformation. And I will say I styled it on myself. I think I do a good job. I also made an entire step-by-step -step video on how I invested into my first rental property on a low-income teacher salary. I will leave that video linked down below for you, so be sure to check it out. It is very helpful. The second step I took in flipping a house in six weeks on a low teacher income salary was to clean it out and make it brand new. Going into this plan, we knew we wanted to spend the least amount of money possible for our perfect investment property. I knew we found the perfect house the moment I walked into this house. However, the house needed a lot of love and care for sure. We bought the house at a lower cost because of the quality of the house when we first bought it. The people who previously lived in that house, they were renters for 10 years and the house was managed by a property management company. So the old renters did not take care of the house. The previous owner smoked in the house on a regular basis, so it was not smelling good. Um, they smoked weed. I mean, it wasn't as bad as cigarette smell, but it still did not smell good. Drawers were falling off the island. There was chips in the counters. The shower door was falling off. It just was not the vibe, but I was able to see past all that nonsense and see the beautiful potential that was in this house. And that's all because of the vision board. I mapped it out on a vision board and I knew exactly what I was looking for and I found it. So we cleaned the house top to bottom. We cleaned the ceilings, we cleaned the walls, we cleaned the floors, we cleaned the bathrooms. We cleaned every space, every surface area we could when we first moved into the house, when we first closed, when we first got the keys on the house. We even clean the doors, the doorknobs, we cleaned everything. We used a special cleaning solution of water and TSP to get rid of the smell and the dirt and the gunk and the literal smoke stuck on the walls and it transformed the whole house. Just by cleaning with the TSP solution, amazing result. We also changed out the air filters and we scrubbed the back patio and the driveway with a pressure wash. I linked the cleaner we used down below in case you're interested in it. It is 
is very, very, very powerful and it worked really, really well. The third step I took in flipping a house in six weeks on a low income teacher salary was making very quick updates to add new life and a new vibe into the property. Paint is one of the quickest and easiest ways to transform a space. We painted every single wall, every ceiling, every door. We repainted everything and it made the biggest difference. We also made the decision to upgrade on all of the flooring in the house because it just was not taken care of at all for 10 years. Updating the new flooring was my favorite part of the whole transformation of the house. We did a lot of the removing ourselves, so we had to knock out all the tile. We had to scrape off the sticky vinyl that was on the floor. It was a lot of work, but it made all the transformation in the house. We decided to install a lower cost carpet because we are renting out this property until we sell. And we also used a medium averaged price cost of vinyl flooring. We went with vinyl because you can easily clean off of it. It doesn't um, get ruined if there's water spilt on it. And it was really, really beautiful and matched my whole theme. The new flooring was such a vibe and it just completely transformed the house it was so 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 worth the money of the materials and the labor we changed doorknobs we painted doors uh, we also repainted the front door and the window trimmings on the outside again paint is your best friend in a flip <laughs> the fourth step I took in flipping a house in six weeks on a low-income teacher salary was to upgrade the appliances so instead of buying brand new appliances which was not in the budget didn't want to do it was instead we looked on letgo slash offer up for appliances that people were selling. LetGo and OfferUp is an app that you can use to snap a photo, sell an appliance, sell something from your house, and chat with potential buyers on the app in your area. So that's what we did. And since we were renting the property, we didn't want to buy brand new appliances and we wanted to keep our costs as low as possible. So we purchased a washer, a dryer, a refrigerator, a microwave, and an oven all off LetGo. Easy. They worked great. They matched our aesthetic of the house as well. And it was super, super affordable. In six weeks, the house was moving ready. It was a wild ride of ups and downs, but it was so, 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 so much fun. I, I would do it again. <laughs> now, hear me out. You can be, do, have, create, invest, anything that your heart desires. Just because you're a teacher or have a low salary to work with to invest into a home does not mean you cannot do it. Just because you're a teacher does not mean you have to be broke. It is a bull lie that because you're a teacher, you're forever going to be broke and you're forever going to have to struggle. You can be a teacher that makes more money than they know what to do with. You can be a teacher with so much overflow that you're able to invest into a real estate property. You can be a teacher with 12 streams of of income or more. You can be a teacher that creates wealth for yourself and your family for generations to come. You can be a teacher that creates wealth for yourself and your family while transmuting your positive energy, your positive vibe to help and encourage others around you. That's what being high vibe is all about. Take your story back of being a broke teacher and turn that 
into gold. Anything or anyone that says you cannot be, do, have anything that you desire is a bullshit lie and it is your job to take that story and use that story as fuel. If you're ready to transform the way you vibe with money and want to create a business, an extra stream of income, an investment property for you and your family, the link to work with me will be available down below. After you're done working with me, you will have a personalized high vibe game plan to meet your money goals and desires no matter what they are. You can be, do, have anything your heart desires. My number one piece of advice when flipping a house is understand and lean in to the ups and downs of the experience. Flow with the process, enjoy the process. This is an experience. Be present with each step of the way and really enjoy the present moment of doing this for yourself, doing this for your family. Investing in building wealth is all about personal alignment and creativity. So have fun. Also, having an amazing group of family and friends to help with the flip is extremely helpful and so much more fun. Thank you to our friends and family who helped with this flip. We could not have done it without you. You guys are the best. Buy some pizza and some beer. Play some music and have fun during the flipping process. It is so much more fun. All right, let's get into the video tour. All right, house tour. There used to be a giant water fountain here. We took it all down, put these rocks down last year and just planted a little planter full of plants, as you can see. We repainted the door. Here's the little home. And then here's like the sitting room, I guess it's called. The dining room. We put the chandelier here. We changed out the fans. This rug is from Costco. The couches are from Let Go. Anything else you guys want to know, let me know and I will tell you in the comments. Dining room tables from Let Go and I re-upholstered the seats with fabric. And then here's the main living room. This is wallpaper right here. Fireplace, couches are from a furniture store. Sorry for my dogs, they're freaking out. But here's my coffee bar. I actually got that personally made from Let Go. If you need any of the links to anything, please let me know, there's my doggies. This dining room's not really, this table's a little messed up, but this is what the kitchen looks like. I'm having my bridal shower here tomorrow, so there's flowers. Island we painted. This is brand new. Here's what the kitchen looks like from here. We painted these cabinets in navy blue. This countertop is quartz. This is a quartz countertop. Here's the sink. It's a wide open sink. This, these floors are vinyl and we redid all the floors. This is wallpaper from Wayfair. Oh, I see a piece of tape I need to get. Good thing I saw that. I'll show you guys the backyard. All right, so here's our backyard. We're having the bridal shower here tomorrow, so it's done a little 
differently, but we put wood chips over there. That's the bar we're using. The grass, we laid all this grass down last year in 2020. This used to be all dirt and weeds. We laid it completely down. And when we bought the house, there was just a bunch of um, like beer cans and stuff on the floor. It was crazy. Then we have these rose bushes lined up. Some of them are blooming. Here is our nice little sitting area. Let me know if you want the links to this. This is from Amazon. This rug is from Target. Beanbag from Target. Um, we didn't put any grass here because we don't know what to do with this yet. I kind of feel like leaving it like this for the next owners if we decide to sell, but here's a fence cover. It came with the house. And then back here is just like weeds, our tools, and a random shed. Sorry, my dog. All right, so coming back in, this is down the hallway. So I didn't show over here, but this door is my roommate's door. This was an office, so we have a roommate in there, or a tenant, I should say. Going down the hallway, this is also my roommate slash tenant's room. We're gonna actually eventually um, drywall this so there's only one door to the room because having three is just really weird but here's the bathroom we reglazed the entire tub um redid the light hey and this is what the bathroom looks like someone's about to take a shower my doggy okay this is what it looks like from here Again, we repainted it, repainted this too. This is a closet. This is a laundry room. And then the garage is out here. This is what the garage looks like. And then this is a bookshelf where I put all my books at because I don't have that much storage because I basically just live in this room. But here is an office so my brother's girlfriend lives with us and she rents this room basically as an office so this is what her office looks like she told me i can film in here it's super cute in here huh let me get a really good view of it the yellow is so cute there we go this is my brother's room no need to show that it doesn't look I mean it's not that special and then here's the master room this is our master so me and my fiance like live in here basically I mean we live in the whole house but this is our space makeup cart here's my office area where I work and create and film and make podcasts and everything and then here's the master bathroom I don't know why these paper towels are here, but just ignore it. We reglazed the bathtub. And we redid the entire shower. So we reglazed the shower and then replaced the shower doors because the last ones were very, very, very worn out. And in here is the water closet. I don't know why that's like that. But there's the water closet. All right, you guys, I hope you liked this house tour. We put a lot of work into this. We're really proud of it. And 
It was one of the craziest things I ever did, and but it was so rewarding, as many challenging things are. All right, bye. I hope you can now see that you can flip an investment property in as little as six weeks on a low budget teacher salary. Be sure to subscribe to my channel so you're notified on my next video, which is all about our step-by-step -step game plan on how we earn about $15,000 to $2,000 a month of passive income from house hacking off this rental property. And while you wait for that, go ahead and check out my other two videos that I think will be super helpful for you in your quest to finding financial freedom. And again, and if this was helpful, please give me a thumbs up and I will see you next time.